Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back uh, to another episode of Always Almost There, Day After Show Live. We're here for the final one of Fall Tour. Hard to believe that we've made it through this whole tour already. Um, but, you know, we're here. It's Sunday, October 8th. Uh, my dad and I are in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, coming to you live just near uh, the Old Town Pub, uh, which is a, a significant landmark uh, for Goose fans. Um, but we're going to talk about last night's show in Fort Collins. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, Ryan. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited uh, to have you back on the pod today. Been a little while, um, but it's going to be fun to chat about last night's show. Excellent. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, we can kind of both talk about our our pre-show vibes here because, again, we were together. Um, But, uh, you know, getting getting to this venue last night, it was really cool. Just a big lawn um, at CSU. Um, which was pretty cool, you know, to see a show at after Red Rocks. Very, very different vibe. Uh, super relaxed. I will say there weren't a ton of students. Uh, I, I think that, you know, based on Peter's poll later in the show, I feel like a lot of people were cheering uh, just because they wanted to cheer. Um, it really felt like there were a lot of people who had either been at Red Rocks or were big Goose fans before. Uh, but what, what did you think about, you know, the vibe pre-show? Well, pre-show was it was really cool. It was a gorgeous day. The sun was shining. The sky was blue. Um, it was easy to get in. Um, and uh, Lisa, your mom, did a, a wonderful job getting us a spot at the uh, right right in front of Loomis at the um, at the soundboard. Always our, our go-to spot in, uh, mm-hmm. in an open open field like that. Um, you know, it was just it was really cool. And and one of the things about this weekend uh, was that that I just loved, and it was the same thing yesterday, is just the community is so incredible. So you know, pre-show, being able to see people who I'd seen all weekend, some of our friends from Toronto who we hadn't seen all weekend, being able to give them mm-hmm. a hug. Um, I just you know, 
one of the best things about seeing this band beyond the music is just the people. And so it was absolutely uh, really good energy. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. Uh, and then, you know, and then the lights came down uh, and the show began and, you know, the energy was there immediately. Uh, you know, first three songs of the set, I feel like, you know, kind of that like festival vibe, maybe a new audience, uh, you know, animal Rockdale, silver rising solid, you know, song choice, solid playing, nothing crazy. Uh, but you know, lots of fun. How how were you feeling about the first three here? Uh, I was feeling great. You know what? All three of them. Listen, animal special place in in my heart. I love that song. Um, love dancing to it. Rockdale, same thing. Just just love singing singing it with you more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. And Silver Rising, just it's they're they're incredible tunes. And I agree with you. Nothing out of the ordinary, um, but just wonderful start and of course kicking myself that i didn't pick rockdale or silver rising i I should pick rockdale in hindsight that and animal were both uh pretty obvious choices for last night um but yeah it was interesting you know during silver rising we started to hear this crackling coming from the stage it was you know i don't know if it was a loose cable it seemed to be like a, a mic a problem with rick's vocal mic uh but they were working on it kind of throughout rockdale and then when wisteria started which first of all really cool you know really cool mid first set uh pick right here you know we've seen a lot of second set wisterias uh this year you know only this is only the second first set wisteria of this year um so re- really interesting to to look at that uh statistic but you know they sang the first verse the vocal mic was still going and so they kind of were just like fuck it we're just gonna jam from here they didn't do the chorus they didn't do the next verse whatever they just they just went for it uh so the song itself is probably only a minute long if that um and then they just you know it was, it's a 19 minute wisteria so that's equivalent to really like a 25 minute wisteria um <laughs> you know if they had played the whole song uh but this was a really cool jam uh you know making the best of the tech issues um you know started off with a great type one peak uh you know with peter on guitars he also went backstage to you know figure out you know, I think kind of check on the status of what was going on. Um, but, you know, then, then it came back out, hit the vintage vibe. Uh, they got into this really nice major key uh, space, little magic school bus tease, uh, which I always love to hear. Um, and then, you know, nice, nice klezmer infused jam from there. You know, I, I said in my review uh, that I just posted recently, um, you know, these aren't, jam themes that we haven't heard before they're not really breaking new ground but it's just really great music uh, and really enjoyable jamming here what, what did you think of listeria you know i have to tell you um uh, your mom leaned over to me in the middle of it it's like they, they could go the whole night with this right and it just it was i loved it um i loved it because of it was so smart of them to just okay let's just leave the vocals and let's just focus on playing and then mm-hmm. they played for another 18 minutes and it was groovy at times um, you know, I just, it, it, it felt great. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those, um, you know, when life serves you lemons, you make lemonade, that's, they totally did that. And it was great. And I have to tell you, being at the soundboard, I kept turning around to check out Loomis as he was, you know, dealing with it from his vantage point and yeah. cool as a cucumber and obviously not cool as a cucumber on the inside, trying to figure it out. Um, but picking up the mic, communicating with those on stage. And, and, you know, I didn't feel like there was any panic and anything taken away from that. And really a shout out to Getty as well. Um, you know, he was killing it on the lights in that. And it was a really different, 
light experience being back in a full stage field experience as opposed to Red Rocks, which was super cool and how he was using the rocks as a backdrop to be able to, you know, as, as his mm -hmm. tapestry. Um, but the lighting last night I thought was outstanding. Yeah. Agreed. It was, uh, yeah, re really, really interesting, you know, being on a flat ground instead of on, on steps above. And so you, you got a, a different vantage point, which was excellent. Yeah. He crushed it. Uh, yeah. and then the set closes with electric Avenue, you know, crowd pleaser, more of that, you know, familiar songs for people who might not be familiar with the band. Um, you know, people were digging it, of course. Um, and you know, it was a solid way to close the set. Um, you know, they did cut Turn Clouds, Seekers, and Modavon from this first set. Uh, you know, it was around 65 minutes, a little on the shorter side. I think, you know, they really wanted to get the, the tech issues sorted. Um, yeah. And, you know, they came back with an amazing second set. But, yeah, it was, it was a really solid first set. Um, and I think, you know, I'm okay with losing Turn Clouds and Seekers, but I'm a little bit bummed we didn't get that Modavon last night. That's the second time over the weekend that it was on the list and not played, right? So. Mm -hmm. Agree, but a great first set, great, great energy, you know, a lot, a lot of fun. Yes, agree. Uh, you know, set break was uh, pretty quick. You know, they, they were looking at the clock. They gave themselves ample time, uh, you know, for, for the second set. They went on an hour and 40 minutes before curfew. Um, so thank you, Goose, um, for, uh, you know, for, for giving us, uh, a, you know, a, a big second Full set. Set. I was a little bit worried. Earlier curfew and, you know, based on how the first set went, I was a little bit nervous, you know, how the time management would go, but they, they killed it there, which was awesome. And they came back out, you know, first two songs of the set, Fish in the Sea and Tumble, more really solid playing. Uh, you know, Fish in the Sea is an amazing cover. Again, for people who may not be familiar with the band, it's a great song, um, you know, to, to get you into it. It's like, wow, like, you know, this rocks. Um, and Tumble, again, great song. This jam was, you know, 13-minute tumble. We've been seeing these uh, this tour where they're just sticking type one, um, you know, really explosive, great peaks, um, but, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. But, again, that's, you know, not not necessarily a bad thing. What did you think of Fish and uh, Tumble here? No, I, I agree with you, Ryan. Nothing nothing more to, to add to it. Just, you know, I, I, I love when they go dark and they go off and do things, you know, that isn't type one, but... I also love type one. So uh, I was, I was really enjoying this. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and then, so I was thinking there like, okay, we're probably going to get some, you know, solid jamming in the set, you know, maybe like, you know, in Arcadia, the Empress is coming, like, you know, nothing crazy. Um, and then they go into this Redbird um, and, you know, jam of the night, in my opinion, uh, you know, they finish the type one segment and just dive directly into this amazing minor key groove, Trevor bass all over it. Um, just just mind-blowing you know not not quite uh on the evil level of the everything must go from uh friday night but this was just awesome you know we, we got that extended jamming um you know that i think we, we were looking for in the show in the wisteria and the Redbird, um and it was amazing and then for it to go into moby after you know you were next to me when that happened i you know i obviously um so exciting shout out to good friend of the pod captain incredible who around two minutes into the Redbird jam uh, was like, this would be really cool if they went into Moby after. Um, and then they did, uh, which was awesome. So shout, shout out to Jeff. Great call. Uh, what did you think of the Redbird? So the Redbird, I, I said it to you as we were listening to it this morning, I, I found the Redbird proper with the vocals and everything else. There was almost a lightness and a tenderness to it that was, um, you know, it was, it was super great in that realm. And then I agree with you on the jam and Trevor's bass, you know, we're sitting in a field and I was 
feeling the bass. Uh, yeah. He was up in the mix last night and really dropped some bombs and, and was uh, incredible that way. And, um, you know, Moby, for you, it's always, it's always super exciting seeing you react to that. I love, love that. Thank you. Yeah. Quick turnaround for Moby after a 55 show gap coming back in Montana uh, a couple of weeks ago and then just 12 shows later popping up again. Hopefully this means it's going to be coming back into more regular rotation because 55 shows is way too long to go without playing Moby. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of the best song. Um, so I, I had also said earlier in the show with the tech issues, I was like, oh, like maybe they'll do some Ted tapes uh, or, you know, bigger jams if the vocals keep having issues. Like maybe we'll get a Moby tonight. They did. There was also, it could have been a nod to, there was like a Moby building at CSU that was near where they were playing last night. Um, so it could have been a, you know, a, a little bit of a nod to that as well. Um, but it was just, I mean, it was just amazing. Um, so Moby. Uh, and then the set closes with Slow Ready and Empress. You know, Team Slow, really happy to get this after the show on, on Thursday. Um, you know, had some light teasing uh, from Haps about like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. Um, after, you know, I did that, uh, on Thursday. Um, but slow ready was great. Um, you know, always Peter, Peter dancing is always such a, such a pleasure to watch, uh, during this song, you know, just having the best time. Uh, and then Empress, you know, we've talked a lot this tour, uh, on the pod about their banter, this tour, and it's been so good. And they did it again, uh, last night before the chorus of Empress, before the clapping, uh, Jeff said, hi, mom. Uh, Trevor even even chimed in a little bit, um, you know, Dr. Weeks, DDS, um, you know, jo joining in on the fun. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was a fun Empress, a little bit of a halftime breakdown earlier in the jam. But otherwise, you know, nothing crazy, solid 13, 14 minute version uh, to close out the set. Uh, but what, what did you think of Slow Ready and Empress? Well, you know, everyone talks, you're either on Team So or Team Slow. And what did I say as we were walking out? I'm on Team Ready. I like them both a lot. So you got to pick one. I, I'm not picking one. I'm picking <laughs> them both. Uh, and I loved it. It was amazing last night. So I think the, the, you know, the difference between the two, it's really, it was really cool to see them both over the weekend. And so um, being able to experience both and, and, and I love them both. And Empress, you know, I think Empress is my new, um, this old sea is my favorite goose tune and Empress is my favorite one to see. It always, you know, it's, consistently fun and you know everybody's singing and really into it it always gets the crowd going and i i just love that love it so yeah um, it, was, it was amazing it was and awesome. i agree with yeah. you the with the with the banter last night it just maybe because it was the, the last show of the tour um the guys seemed looser and just having a lot of fun up on stage and, and touring with the crowd and and so it was uh it was good fun. And, and, you know, yeah, the dance moves were it was awesome. great. Yeah. Leading the crowd and, you know, Peter doing this, uh, as everyone was ready. Um, yeah. and yeah, it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. As you, you mentioned, they, they felt loose. It was, you know, we're over the hump. We've played red rocks. We did our two big shows there. Uh, and tonight, yeah. you know, last night was just like a bonus basically. Yeah. It was like, we're going to go, we're gonna have a great time. Um, yes. Thank you, uh, Matthew for shouting out, uh, DGT tacos, uh, or DG Tacos, DGT, uh, the taco place in Fort Collins where Rick worked uh, when he lived out there just before forming Goose. Uh, allegedly, that's where they came up with the name Goose uh, at, at this taco place. Um, so, you know, shout out to DGT. 
Uh, this was cool. And then, you know, we get the very, very expected Arcadia encore. It was so good. Um, you know, Jeff was having the best time during this standing up dancing, uh, you know, which was really, really funny. Um, there, we had a couple, uh, we had some good Jeff moments last night. You know, he hit the gong with the tambourine a few times. Um, you know, the, I'm now the proud owner of some broken tambourine chimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it was just, it was just great to see them having so much fun. You know, the last song of the tour, you could tell they were like, it's the home stretch. You know, we get a few weeks off now um except for jeff um but you know that it was just it was great to see yeah totally agree so so awesome and you know all five of them were were i felt it locked in last night and it was really great loved loved everything about it nothing nothing else to add on the arcadia shout out i'd say to to our crew in front of the sound stage and especially to to haps and haps jr um yeah know, he haps jr was was uh, singing and dancing the whole night and it was so much fun to uh prove a show with him so uh shout out to bryce yeah absolutely raged uh last night it was awesome and you know danny was with us last night uh yeah. as well uh which is great we, we had an awesome awesome crew uh, megan as well uh was there uh, here and there um you know captain credible and his lovely wife um it was just an amazing way to wrap up the weekend you know people who came up to fort collins um, you know, it was, a, it was a little, it was a little bit lower key than Red Rocks. Of course, I think we were all a little bit tired, but we found the energy, uh, to rage it last night, which was awesome. And, you know, it's hard to believe that this tour is over. It's, you know, it's been, it's been a long tour, you know, three and a half weeks or so. Uh, so shout out to Goose and the whole crew, of course, you know, Peter said that, you know, a couple of times over the last couple of shows, but shout out to all of them, uh, for really crushing it over the last few weeks. Uh, this has been an awesome tour. Um, it's been a lot of fun you know, podcasting and thank you everybody. Uh, you know, all of our guests who have been here throughout the tour, uh, everybody who's tuned in live or, you know, whether you're listening to this, you know, on October 8th or, you know, a year from now, like, you know, thank you everybody. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a blast being able to do this and talk about, uh, you know, our favorite band. And I know the, the other four guys who sadly couldn't make it today, um, echo my sentiment there. Um, so yeah, it's been amazing. You know, we, we all get a free, few weeks off uh, except for jeff who's starting Dwayne betts tour tonight in jackson mississippi so if you are seeing Dwayne betts uh in between now and his new york date which is in two and a half weeks or so uh jeff will be playing drums uh and everyone should go check out Dwayne betts tour dates to go see jeff play drums uh with his brother on bass as well uh so that'll be fun uh for him you know and then it's almost time for europe um, which is going to be amazing. I, I can't wait uh, to get over there, see them in some small venues. Um, stay tuned uh, to the pod socials uh, throughout the next few weeks as we kind of figure out what our recap plan for Europe is going to be. And of course, there will be a massive tour recap episode coming your way before the end of the month, um, which is going to be a lot of fun to record. Um, it's going to be really long. Uh, I think, you know, based on our previous track record and the number of shows that we have to cover. Um, but thank you so much, uh, dad, for being on today. It's, you know, I love podcasting with you. It's fun. Me too. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, and everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, obviously share with us your favorite, no, uh, favorite moments of the tour on socials at AAT goose pod. Follow us, you know, let us know what you're listening to. We'll be sharing updated jam playlists as well. A lot going on still in this tour break. Um, but we will see you all very, very soon. 
thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, we love you all. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend. We'll see you next time. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.